Hello everyone, it's George Trombley and this is The Secrets of Japanese Episode 7. Today we're going to take a slight departure on what we've been doing. Up until now, we've been talking about the mentality of what we want to do when we learn, the things that we shouldn't do and we should do. But today I want to talk about the biggest thing you should do and then we're actually going to do it. I'm going to say it in one sentence. The biggest thing you need to do is get started, is to actually begin putting Japanese in front of your face, trying to understand what the characters are doing, trying to understand what the words sound like in your head, trying to say the words out of your mouth instead of just listening to them all the time. So what we're going to do today is I assume that at this point, if you had started with our first podcast, you probably have already seen the resources list that we have on the Secrets of uh, Japanese podcast website. And the way that you get to that is podcast.secretsofyesjapan, and then you click the resources link, or you can go to www.secretsofjapanese. I said Secrets of Yes Japan just now, I just now realized that. It's Secrets of Japanese. So www.secretsofjapanese.com slash resources. And then once you are there, I'm gonna go there myself, uh, just so I'm not talking uh, out of turn here. Uh, there will be, currently there are three links. One is to purchase the books. These are the Japanese from Zero books. They are not required to do what we are doing, uh, but that is if you wanna use an already created system and not uh, join here on this kind of experimental way that we're doing it. Uh, and then the second thing is a full here on a chart that you can listen to the sounds, click the sounds of each of the characters. And then we have the download practice sheets link now i'm assuming that we've all been here i hope you have been here if not please go there now stop what you're doing get in front of a computer and go there now or do it later uh re-listening to this and so we're going to work i'm going to explain to you what each one of these sheets means at least we're going to talk about the first two sheets today so <clears throat> here we go uh we're going to go ahead and click download sheet one so i'm going to do that right now myself and it should pop up and you're just going to go ahead and download it. Uh, I'm going to, of course, be, I already have it downloaded, so I'm going to be overwriting it. And it's going to open up in whatever PDF display thing that you can do. And then we're going to have this little thing that shows you how to write five characters. And the first five characters that we're learning are A, I, U, E, O. Now, hopefully you're looking at this chart and we're going to talk about it right now. So these First five characters are the base sounds of the Japanese language. What that means, what that means is that every other sound that we learn in Japanese will have these vowel sounds. They will be a, i, u, e, o. Okay? And if you look at them in romanization, if you look, romanization is ABCs, okay? The the alphabet, the English alphabet are called Roman letters. So Japanese refer to that writing system as Roma G. Literally Roma meaning Rome, G meaning letters, Roman letters, okay? And if you look at A, I, U, E, O in Roman letters, it's A, I, U, E, O. Now, what is a little bit difficult is if you're reading in Roman letters, Japanese, you're gonna wanna say A, I, U, E, O, which is one of the number one reasons you should learn hiragana. This is the number one thing you gotta do to start. For the biggest reason that your entire life, you have learned how 
Roman letters are supposed to be pronounced. And now I'm going to throw new Roman letters at you. They're the same Roman letters that you know, but I'm going to have to say, well, you can't read it that way. You've got to read it another way. Uh, for example, the letters T and O together are two. And, and for your entire life, it's been two. But if you see that in Japanese, it needs to be read to. A-I-U-E-O, to. Okay. And so it would be easier to not try to fight what's in your head, but instead just learn a new character. And the first step is this first five set of characters. A, E, U, E, O. Now these characters are important uh, above all of the others for one particular reason. Uh, and this is going to be one of the things that will be a challenge for you in Japanese. It's that Japanese sometimes lengthens one of the syllables of their word or multiple syllables of a word. We don't do this in English. It doesn't happen in Korean even, but it happens in Japanese where they lengthen a syllable. And because Japanese people are used to the lengthening of this syllable or not lengthening of a syllable, what will happen is if you don't lengthen the syllable, they won't hear the same word that you hear. If you think about English, I could say to you, hey man, what's up? I could say, what's up? I can lengthen the word and the meaning doesn't change. But in Japanese, it does. And the way that they lengthen is by adding one of these five. A, E, U, E, O. After another hiragana that we're gonna learn after this, okay? So I'm gonna give you your first example. This is not one of the words that we know yet, but to say mother in Japanese, I'm going to spell it out. It's o, ka, a, sa, m, okasan. It is never okasan. If you say okasan, it sounds like the last name oka followed by san. San in Japanese means Mister or Mrs. It's kind of the the way that you. Uh, put, you always put it after someone's name to show respect. And if you have that after Oka, it sounds like you're saying Mr. or Mrs. Oka. Okay. But if you lengthen after the A, Oka-san, it will always mean mother. If you don't, they will not know what you're talking about. Now, this seems ridiculous that just a simple lengthening of a word would make a different word. But in Japanese, it is the norm. Now, when you're learning a language, you need to know that every language has their quirk, their thing that that makes that language unique. And one of them in Japanese is the lengthening of a word. And also what we will learn once we get to the fourth hiragana sheet here, we're going to learn about how Japanese also do double consonants, which is a thing that we don't do in English also. Okay. Uh, but we're not going to deal with that today. Today, we're only going to be talking about a, e. Oh, and if you've already done the practice on this and you're driving in your car, don't worry about it. You can go back home and do this later. Right now, just do your best to visualize it, okay? So uh, in these writing practice sheets, we have stroke order. Stroke order is important for later. Right now, it's also important, but not as important. If you're going to write a lot of hiragana or katakana or kanji when you learn it, the other writing systems that, are, that exist in Japanese, the stroke order is going to be important when you write fast, you will tend to write a little bit more sloppy. But if you're writing in the stroke order, that is uh, the, the proper stroke order, your character will still look like it's 
proper. If you write in a more convenient, whatever works for you kind of a stroke order, you might not have the proper, uh, like when you're moving from one character to another character, often there is this slight bounce and a fade. And a good example of this is the second character on that chart, E. Look at the first stroke of E. It goes down, hits the bottom, and then bounces back up with this bounce fade. And you'll see where the brush, this is like a brush stroke. Uh, by the way, you do not need to use a brush to do this. Just do it with your pen or a pencil. You come down, you hit, and you move up to that stroke two, to the top of stroke two. And there's that little remnant of the pen still being on the paper. And that's what E looks like. If you're writing fast, though, sometimes these might kind of connect. But that would be okay because you understand the stroke order. You understand that that's just an E. It's not some other character. Okay. So you want to always write in the proper stroke order so that when you write fast, which you will eventually do, your characters will still appear to be Japanese. Okay. So getting back to the lengthening of a word, I'm going to give you another word. Okay. We'll do another family word. Okay. And if you know any anime or if you're on TikTok, you've heard this word. Oni-san, Oni-san. It's normally used in some TikTok where they go, um, it's some girl, you know, I, I can't explain it. Just, I'm sure you've seen it. It's a little bit perverted when they do it, but they're like, ara ara and Oni-san. Okay, it's a little bit perverted, but it just means older brother, okay? And Oni-san also means like uh, a young man, okay? You'll find that some Japanese words do double the work, okay? And Oni-san is one of them. You could be called an Oni-san even though you're not their older brother, okay? But this has a lengthener in it. It's Oni-o, right? O-ni-i-sa-m. Oni-san. That E that does the lengthening needs to have the exact same amount of time as all of the other characters, Okay, it's Oni-san, Oni-san. You don't actually say Oni-san. You're going to say Oni-san. You're just going to lengthen it as if it was two separate characters, but in the same time box or in two proper. Let me restate that. You want two proper time boxes. Oni-san has five characters. You need five beats in that word. Oni-san. If you said Oni-san without the lengthener, Oni means devil. Okay? It means like a demon or an ogre. So you're kind of saying like Mr. Ogre. You don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's give you one with where U is the lengthener. This is the word for father. Oto-san. Oto-u-san. Mm. Oto-san. Now this is a very common, the one, probably one of the most common lengthened syllables is an O sound followed by an U sound. And it really just sounds like an elongated O sound, okay? Oto-san, oto-san, not oto-san, oto-san, okay? That means father, all right? Now let's look at a lengthened word that uses e, and this is older sister. Older sister is just the opposite of older brother, okay? It's one-san, one-san, o-ne-e-san. Okay, one-san. Now you might see the pattern that it's e to e, e to e, a to a sound. That is very common. The only one that really doesn't do that is when you have to or an o sound to the u. 
Okay. There are sometimes O sounds to O, but mostly it's going to be O sound to an U, but it's still going to sound like O. Okay. All right. So, One-san. One-san means older sister. I can't think of a good example right now for a lengthener with O by itself. If I do, I'll certainly remind myself to tell you. All right. So, that is that first sheet. Now, on that sheet, I want you to practice filling all those boxes in. Now, you'll hear me say writing is not as important as it used to be. It really is not. You could go your entire life and not write Japanese, but still have a very great conversation with somebody over text. Because right now, everybody has a smartphone and it's very easy to install Japanese on your phone, on your PC, or any communication device that you have if you want to communicate. People, so you don't need to write. The reason why I want you to write is because that's how you're going to remember the characters, it's going to add muscle memory to the actual characters. Okay, all right, so I'm going to close that down now. Before we move to the next sheet, I would like you to on that resources page right below the link for downloading the worksheet, there's a link that says view word list. Okay, those of you that are in your car, you can do this later. Uh, click view word list and it's going to pop up just a list of some of the words that use the hiragana in that first chart. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and click them and we'll talk about them if there's anything important to say about them. Eh. So this is a short sound eh, and it just means a drawing or a picture. Okay. Now this next word has two E's in a row and you'll hear that it's not as short as eh. Okay. E. E. It's not E. If you just said E, it means stomach. So, for example, if your stomach hurts, you would say E ga itai desu. E. Okay? It's one way to say stomach. But if you lengthen it, E. E. What is that? What does that sound? I just heard this weird sound. I'm not sure what it means. I apologize, guys, for the. I'm actually supposed to be recording. Uh, the, the episode seven, but some weird sound just happened. Uh, well, we'll leave it in. I don't know if you guys heard it. It was just me. All right. So E means good. If you don't lengthen it, it does not mean good. It means stomach. Okay. Now here's a word that you probably already have heard before. I, I, this is a plus E. Now this is not a lengthened sound. This is just two sounds together. A and E, and you would not say a E. You have to blend it. I, I, I means love. Okay. Au. Au. Au means to meet. Now, you can't do anything yet with this. I don't want you to try to make sense of what these words are doing yet. Right now, our goal is just to learn some words that use the hiragana. And once we get through all the hiragana, I can then show you some super powerful things that we can do with these words that we know. Au means to meet, but by itself, you can't do a lot. It's just the verb to meet. We have to do conjugations on it. We have to put it into sentences、uh, before we can actually do anything with it. Okay? This next word means up. Ue. Ue. Okay? U plus an e. Ue. Ue. Okay? Here we go. We're going to get continuing on. U. E. Plus u. Now I know it sounds a little bit like e u with a y, but it's not. It's u, u. And this just means to say. Okay. Again, we can't do anything yet until we learn how to use verbs, but this is a verb and it means to say. 
Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna jump down uh, to just. Uh, there's a two at the bottom. I want to play for you, uh, and then I'm gonna talk about the next list, uh, so that we can uh, just in the in the the uh, interest of time. Okay, so the, the this bottom one is pretty powerful. We need this word every day, most likely. Now you'll hear that it's long. It means no. But if you said yeah, it means house. That would have been a good word to have on this list, but it's not on this list. If you said yeah, it means house. But yeah means no. Yeah. House? Yeah. No. That's why the lengthening is super important in Japanese. All right. Now this next one means many and it is an adjective. Oi. Oi. O O E. It's a lengthened O sound plus an E. Oi. If you just said oi without lengthening the O, it means nephew. Okay? So do you see how the lengthening is very important in Japanese? Now I understand that this concept is new to you. Okay. And it's not going to be easily apparent to you. It's going to be one of the things that you struggle with all the time. Like, oh, do I lengthen it or do I not lengthen it? I forgot. Um, over time, you will get used to it as you use more Japanese. But you just always have to remember that Japanese themselves are so tuned to it that if you lengthen something when it shouldn't be lengthened or don't lengthen it when it should be lengthened, you're not going to be understood in some cases. All right. All right. Now, we're going to move on to one more sheet and then we'll go ahead and end up this episode. So go back to the resources page and I want you to, there's going to be two worksheets. There's going to be worksheet 2A and worksheet 2B. Okay, so I'm going to open up the first one, which is ka, ki, ku, ke, ko. Sorry, my computer made a noise because I was downloading. Okay, now I'm going to open this up. All right, so we have this ka, ki, ku, ke, Ko. Now, we just learned how to say mother, which was okasan. The, the, the second syllable, oka, is this first ka. And then we would add an a. Oka. We already got three, three uh, syllables of this word, three letters of this word. We don't know sa and we won't know un until the next uh, few sheets. All right, so okasan. All right, so if we look at kaki kukeko, you can go ahead and just practice these. There's nothing really special to say about these right now. What's more special to say about these <clears throat> is that the second chart is ga, gi, gu, ge, go. Now, if we open up that chart, I'm going to go ahead and download it now also. This is uh, worksheet 2B. Okay. Downloading. Opening in my PDF editor. Now we've got ga, gi, gu, ge, go. And if you flip back and forth, on these characters, you'll see that there's one small difference to these characters. The kaki kukeko becomes gaki get go just by adding two more strokes, two more lines to the character. Those lines are called dakuten. Da ku ten. Dakuten. And it really just means we call them hash marks. You can call them whatever you want, but they're called they're they mean soft marks. Okay. They are what make the sound soft. Now you don't really need to remember that. It's just a kind of a fun thing to know that when a when a hiragana character adds a dakuten, these hash marks, it makes what's called the daku on, which is the soft sound. But you do not need to know about that. The only thing you need to know 
is the name of the hash marks, which is dakuten. Okay, and you heard Japanese call them different things like ten ten. They might call them things uh, other than dakuten, but it's basically these two marks that make it gagigugeko, and that's it. It's kakikukeko, gagigugeko, and this is why you can learn ten syllables in one lesson because it's a very simple addition. Okay, now let's go. There's nothing again, nothing else special to say about this. You just need to know that when there's those little hash marks, that it's not ka, but it's a ga, or a gi, or a gu, or ga, or go. Okay, uh, now let's go ahead and look at that word list, which was now when in the case where we're learning multiple uh, sets, the word list will be on the very last set, so it'll be underneath the last set link. All right, so now we're getting to do these much longer words. Let's go ahead and listen to this first one. Gaikokugo means foreign language. Okay? And if you want to just say foreign country, it's Gaikoku. Now, later on, when you learn kanji, which is what we will do eventually, we will learn kanji, you will learn that gai means outside, koku means country, and go means language. So, an, a foreign country is an outside country. Gaikoku. All right, now there's a bunch of other words on this list. I'm just going to click a few more just so you, because uh, I know you're going to practice this on your own. Uh, let's jump down to this word right here. Oki. Oki. It is four syllables. I know it only sounds like two. It sounds like oki, two syllables, but it's actually o o ki e. It is two lengthened syllables. If you do not lengthen them, it will sound wrong in Japanese. Oki, oki, okay? Not oki, and not oki, and not oki. It's oki. Oki. Okay? And we'll do one more, and I'm just really, <clears throat> I really want to do these lengthened ones so that you really start paying attention to this because this will be, this will be your kind of Achilles heel in the beginning because it's, you have to do uh, this extra layer in your brain that doesn't exist right now. So here we go. Kuko. Now, this is a good example of how U can lengthen an U sound and an O sound, okay? So it's ku, u, ko, u. But listen. Kuko. Kuko. It's not, she's not saying kuko. She's not saying kuko. She's saying kuko. Kuko. Okay? It's just a lengthening. If you said kuko, makes no sense. If you say kuko, makes no sense. If you say kuko, it makes no sense. It must be. All right. So that is what I wanted to talk about today, the importance of lengthening sounds. And need, and you need to know that the only hiragana that can lengthen the sounds is a, e, u, e, o. That's it, guys. Uh, for those of you that have joined the mailing list, you will have gotten a link to our discord room there's only about four of you in there now because i haven't really sent that mail out except for the last few days uh you if you would like to get on that mailing list or get the link to the discord what you'll do is you'll go to www.secretsofjapanese.com and there is a place to put your name and your email and then if you click join now you will get 
the welcome email. That's all you're going to get right now. Uh, I know the only thing I'll ever mail you is stuff from me. I'm not going to be uh, emailing anything else. And mostly it's going to be me offering you something that you might want or giving you uh, new information on things that I've uploaded to the resources page. Uh, but if you go in there right now, uh, because it's a brand new discord, I'm only going to allow, I, uh, I've made the invite only available for the first hundred people. It's absolutely free. I'm in there. You can say hi to me. I'll chat to you. If you have questions, I will try to answer them. That is in the secrets of Japanese discord room. All right. And you can get there by giving me your email at secretsofjapanese.com, And I will send you the link. All right, guys, thank you for watching. I hope you're learning. Please, please keep practicing the hiragana. We will go through the rest of the sheets as we go through the lessons. You do not want to fall behind because we're going to be talking about how to use those words in follow-up lessons. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow on episode eight. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, hey.